Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast, where we take business owners and CEOs in the B2B space. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best know when to be concise and when to end. So first question for our guest today. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. My name is Mary Ritz. I'm the CEO and founder of a company called Aumenta International. Aumenta International focuses on people development, professional development, the human component of the organization, which I believe is the soul of the organization. So how do I do that? I help organizations empower, one, their leaders, number two, the workforce, and number three, in terms of customer management. Excellent, excellent. Question number two, Mary, what's the best thing about working with businesses? Exciting. The best part is that they're dynamic, they're complex, they're unpredictable, they're ever-changing. That then challenges me as a consultant to remain relevant, which means that I'm out there to customize, understand their character, so that I can change my approach each time. It makes me evolve as they evolve too, really becoming a strategic partner. Wow, fantastic. Love that. The third question I have is I'm hearing from other top executives and owners that using quotes from clients dramatically increases conversions and sales. Your thoughts? Great. My own business has really enjoyed referrals. 90% of my business is through referrals and testimonials. I have tried to go, or I do use other strategies, but the return is nowhere compared to testimonials. Absolutely. Love it. Love it there. I, I agree with that. So next question I have is, I, uh, what other advice or what advice would you share with other companies working in the B2B industry? The advice that I have for anybody working in the B2B is really understanding that customers, yes, they love our products, they love our services, but it goes beyond that. What they're looking for is what we call the desired customer outcome, which means that they use our products and services as a means to an end. It's not the be it all. Therefore, our products and services are really a place that they can derive the value, but that's not the be all. Therefore, if you start to look at understanding how organizations or customers want to derive value, then we start to transition from products and services to what we call the market space. What does that mean when we say the market space? The market space is when we don't define our organizations by the products and services. For an example, Amazon, when they started, they started off as a book company. We knew them about selling books, but look at what they have done. They no longer are defined by the market industry. They are now defined by what we call market space. So what changes then in the market space? It means that a customer value is maximized in the market space. It's no longer transactional. It's more customer experience. This is where you want to enhance the customer value. How do you start would be the question that everybody asks me. It means that we change the question that we ask. Normally we ask, 
what kind of product are you interested in? What kind of service are you interested in? What's about the product? We change that too. What outcome are you trying to achieve? What does success mean to you? When we play in the market space, it means that we're no longer defining ourselves by, by the products and services that we offer. Instead, we become flexible, we become creative and innovative so that we can extend that value, we can extend the customer experience. That's what exactly Amazon did. So the next point that I would advise uh, B2Bs is now that if you've decided to move from being defined by your market industry and you're moving over to the market space, the next thing is to create a culture of curiosity and creativity. Because now this is where you want to do. You want to expand your, your products. You want to expand your services so that they can answer the, 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 the outcome. So you start off by creating the culture of creativity. It starts off with leadership, right? So leaders need to empower their teams so that in their diversity, they can create, they can innovate, which means that we no longer just believe that marketing and products department are supposed to create and innovate. Innovation cuts across the organization. That's number one. Number two, we take out statements such as, oh, this organization, this is how we've done it. We, we've tried it this way before. It doesn't work in this organization. Or this is not part of our culture. In the market space, we become open. We are open to new ideas and we do not pre prematurely disqualify them. Number two, we take what I call the do or die mentality, which means that if I understand that my customers are fluid and their demands are really about the outcomes, it means that if my product and services do not necessarily fit that category, it means that I can partner with other people. I can even partner with my competition, right? So that I can offer the outcome. Again, um, April, in the market space is where you build great value and sustainability. It's no longer transactional. It's a relationship that you start to build with your, with your customers. Fantastic. All three great and powerful points. The next question I have is what other top CEOs and business owners in the B2B industry, like yourself, would you like to acknowledge as a leader and should be invited as a guest on this podcast? I would highly recommend um, a friend of mine. His name is Wayne Halston. He's the principal of a company called Learning Curve Consultants. He plays in my market space as well. Fantastic. I look forward to connecting with him. Final question I have. Tell us about your first sale. Oh, my first sale, April, I literally gave it away. I was not known. This is when I started my business in South Africa. Nobody knew my, my name at all. I hadn't, brought, I hadn't built a brand. So I had to do it pro bono. Not only the training, but the refreshment even, the workbooks as well. But the good thing is that that became one of my biggest clients. I trained them. I opened operations for them across Africa. And even up to now, I still offer advice to that client. So it's client retention. Fantastic, fantastic. Love it, love it there. Guess what? You've done such a great job on time. We still have about 
20, 30 seconds left. Anything else you'd like to share with our viewers? Great. I'll, my one advice, just to build onto the, you know, the market space, though it may look scary because we are so obsessed with our products and services, but think about the customer. What outcome are they looking for? So we can't push our products because we love them, right? So we have to really understand, dig deeper, and help them navigate, especially in this time of the pandemic. We have to be flexible. We need to pivot and form those strategic partnerships if we have to answer the market space question. Great, great. Guess what? Perfect. You did it. Six questions in nine minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to end. Your website, Mary, say it real quick so people can connect with you after the podcast. www.aumentainternational.com. Perfect. And it's in the description for you guys as well. Thank you so much. I enjoyed having you on the podcast. And remember, don't stop believing. For those that are listening, make sure to check out other episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. This is April Renee. Create a terrific day.